This is an AMI podcast. I'm Dave Brown, and this is a podcast version of AMI's Morning Show, now with Dave Brown. Catch the live broadcasts weekdays from 9 to 11 a.m. Eastern on AMI-audio and AMI-tv. Welcome back. It's now with Dave Brown on AMI. Let's dive into the world of technology by talking to Sean Priest of Double Tap Canada. And of course, you can find that program Thursdays at 7 p.m. Eastern time on AMI-audio. And you can find Sean in Manchester, England. Hello, Sean. Hello, Dave. How are you, sir? I've missed you. I've missed you too. Always nice to catch up. (laughs) Sean, one of my favorite promos that we run on this network is the Sean of the Shed promo, where you're always talking about jargon and how jargon can confuse and fool Mm -hmm. people. So I'm going to throw some jargon at you right now based on this conversation in regards to Windows 11 for ARM processors. I need an explainer of what ARM is. Oh, don't we all? Yes. Um, (laughs) It's actually an acronym, as all tech is, Advanced RISC Machine. Uh, RISC stands for Reduced Instruction Set Computing, and it gets even more confusing Oh, my gosh, an an acronym inside an acronym? I know. Oh, we've entered the matrix. Um, (laughs) So basically, to, to, to keep it simple, basically, there are two sorts of computer. There's the Intel based x86 architecture it's called it's just the way that the software works on a specific computer and that's the sort of computer we've been using for years in windows in the big beige tower computers and those huge laptops that only work for two hours before you need to plug them in again uh but then came arm computing with the smartphones so that's uh these new processors these new way of computing and software to uh, running software uh which they last all day. You know, battery life is great. They're really thin. They don't get as hot. They don't need as much electricity. It's a new way of doing computing. So you've got these two different ways. And one, uh, they both have their pros and cons, basically. But ARM is significantly better for portability. For, okay. You know, take or tablets, and that's why you know smartphones are so popular because battery life is great and mm-hmm. performance is great. Yeah, fit in your so pocket, now, and they fit in their pocket, uh, which is nice. You bring them right with uh, you. Of course, yes, exactly right. So now, with that, Windows being the most popular operating system out there has been running on the normal way, the x86, well, let's call it, way of of running computers on the old laptops and tower computers. Uh, so people want it to want the advantages of those ARM processors, of our smartphones, of our tablets, but they also want to be able to run Windows on those, uh, on that platform. Okay. So okay. for that reason, Microsoft have been working on Windows for ARM, basically, processors. So Windows, uh, all the advantages of Windows, but basically in your pocket with all the advantages of your smartphone or tablets or, you know, the, the, the ARM processing world. I, I think you answered this right there, but I'm going to ask it again, hmm. just in case people are curious. Then what makes yes. this such a big deal about the integration of Windows 11 and ARM? Well, uh, yes, mainly for those reasons. So we want those... Um, Apple have recently moved, as we know, from the Intel com- uh, computers to their own Apple Silicon, the M1, the M2 mm-hmm. um, computers. And 
with that, they can make their, their computers run, don't run as hot. They don't require as much power. So you get the battery life is excellent, all day battery life. You don't need to have fans constantly running and whirring away. And, you know, it, it's the speed is great. Plus, you know, when you turn it on, you'd have to wait for five minutes for it to boot up. So that's the, as I said, that's the advantages of ARM. Um, so why this is a big deal is um, specifically that now that Mac computers are ARM-based only, people want the ability to run Windows on their Mac computers mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. And I know, see, now we're going even more. It's so many twists and turns <laughs> with this. And, but the, the, the truth of, of the matter is that Windows for ARM actually has been around for a while. There has been a Windows 10 for ARM. There's been, I'm sure people will remember, Windows RT. Uh, but all these previous versions of Windows for ARM were absolute disasters. Okay. Nobody liked them. <laughs> the performance was terrible. And it was a total, it just went. Yeah. So but now they've got Windows 11 for ARM, the reports that are coming in that is that, hey, hang on, this actually works. And it works pretty well. Uh, so there is some excitement coming from that point of view. And also the excitement is from these new M1 Mac uh, book owners is that now we can run Windows on our Macs as well. I mean, why wouldn't you, right? right. If you've got a Mac computer, there's some things that Macs do well. There's some things that Windows do well. If you've got the ability to run both operating systems on one machine, you've got the best of both worlds. Okay, Sean, if I dive too deep into the weeds here, you just pull me out and say, Dave, move on. Okay, hold <laughs> so 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 bear so with tricky. bear bear with me for one second. Because okay. I remember even back straight, say 10, 11 years ago when I was in broadcasting school, a lot of my colleagues were using Macs, but a lot of our editing software was only available on Windows. So what they were doing was what was called portioning part of their hard drive to be able to use Windows with it within the op, the Mac operating system as a portion of their hard drive. Oh. Is this going to make that a little bit more seamless? Because I remember the big complaint was, my gosh, we're destroying our computers. <laughs> destroying. Well, I, I haven't heard it called that before, um, but I have heard it. It was called boot camp. Uh, the ability to either boot into the Mac operating system or boot into Windows. So you could choose at the beginning, you know, which one oh, you I wanted like to that. Yeah, be in. Now, that was, as I said, called Boot Camp. And with the Apple Silicon, the new M1 Max, we lost that ability. And there was a, you know, it, it was a shame uh, because people do rely on it. As you said, in, in, in some employment as well, it was, uh, it was needed. Um, now, that isn't back yet. Even with this Windows for ARM, Apple haven't supported it as yet. So Windows, uh, Apple, themselves okay, needs to okay. say, okay, we're going to allow you to do that. They did previously with the Intel um, MacBooks, but they haven't said that, well, they haven't said anything really when it comes to what they're going to do with the M1. Right. Whether but, that might affect your, your warranty, your software safety, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, absolutely right. Uh, but, but even before we get there, they need to say, you know what, we're going to allow Windows to run on our operating system. So far, even in bootcamp, they said, we're not, we're not allowing it. We're, we're, you know, they haven't done it as yet. Not to say that they won't, but we'll have to wait and see. So what people are, and Stephen Scott, of course, he's got a, he's got a truckload of M1 Macs there. So he's uh, downloaded the um, Windows for ARM, Windows 11 for ARM, and he's trying it out. Because what you can do, even though you can't portion or boot camp, you can run it as a virtual machine. Okay. Uh, yes, again, yes, yes, yes. 
feel free to say, shut up, Sean, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> but a virtual machine, basically, it means you're running Windows on your Mac, just like it was another application, basically. You can switch to it and switch back to the Mac. It runs on top of the Mac. Um, in many ways, it's the ideal world because, as I said, you can quickly switch between the two. You don't have to reboot and say, oh, I want to boot into Windows this right, time or right. Mac. Or you do, can or, run it or inside. Keep, or keep your file management more singular, right? That if I want to pull absolutely a file here right. from there, it's a lot easier to move it back and forth. You're, oh, that's so good. You're absolutely right. Look at, look at Luddite Brown flexing some oh. technological muscles today. <laughs> I'm so impressed with you, Dave. It's all, um, the, it's all the tutoring that you, Mark, Steven, Nelson, <laughs> and uh, Mike have done for me over the years. Well done. Um, <laughs> yes, you know, you're absolutely right. So uh, you, you flummoxed me now, Dave. I've sorry, lost my friend. sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, well, you were, you were talking about the way in which it typically could be used as almost uh, like yes. an overlay before a That's virtual right. machine logging in, almost like you were logging into, say, Microsoft Teams, like an application point of view. Absolutely. That, uh, thank you. Perfect. Yes. Yeah, so there's virtual machines that you can run on the new M1 Max uh, that do support Windows 11 for ARM, and that's what Stephen has been doing. So uh, he's been using a program called Parallel, which, uh, well, Parallels, which is a virtual machine program which allows you to run Windows 11 for ARM. And uh, yeah, so he's going to be telling us all about how he's found it, how the performance is. He's been running the new Jaws, the, the screen reader, and people, because of my accent, I'm saying... Job access with speech, jewels, not jewels. Um, yeah, I, people keep p picking me up on that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, the, the, the new jewels screen reader for ARM, uh, which is also in technical uh, preview. Uh, he's been running that and having great results. So, yeah, it looks like after many false starts with Windows 10 and Windows RT, that Windows 11 for ARM actually is going to be a viable option. And maybe finally we can get the sort of hardware where we don't have to charge it every two hours, where it's not sucking up, you know, thousand watts of power every two seconds and heating up like the center of the sun. Mm. Uh, and we can get nicer, uh, more user-friendly hardware running ARM processors and actually have our screen readers and Windows 11 running fine on them. Maybe. Last question here, Sean. If somebody somebody's ears have been perked and they understand what we're talking about today and they want to <laughs> access ARM, uh, Windows 11 on their ARM machine, is it relatively straightforward for them to access that, to install that? Is is it relatively easy, or is this still uh, for more of the tech heads? I would love to say it's so easy, but absolutely it's not. Not, not only that, it, it's not so much the technical problems. The accessibility on Parallels isn't there. Um, you're going to need sighted assistance. Um, there's also... Um, <sighs> Yeah, these are all in technical preview, so I honestly wouldn't recommend it yet. But um, you can do it if you need to, but you do need to. I wouldn't do it on a, a main machine. Okay. Um, so, yeah, basically I say it's for the geeks, it's for the, geeks, it's for it's for the, the geeks. nerds, it's for the Stephen Scotts of the world. So <laughs> just wait and see until it comes out officially. And Stephen Scott will give us the big deep dive tonight on Double Tap Canada. Sean, thank you for this. We always appreciate you making us a little bit smarter. <laughs> no problem. Thank you so much. You've been listening to Now with Dave Brown. Hit the subscribe button on any podcast platform and leave us a rating and a review. I'm Margaret Shepard of the AMI podcast, Tripping On Air. Every month, my co-host Alex Hajar and I spill the tea on what it's really like to live with MS. Watch Tripping On Air on YouTube or download wherever you get your pods.